The race is on to join the trade bloc known as the CPTPP, or the Comprehensive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership. Taiwan filed a membership application on Wednesday, just six days after China announced its own bid for membership. Taiwan's top negotiator warned that if the group accepts China first, Taiwan's membership bid would be at risk. We submitted a formal application yesterday to join the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership, that is, the CPTPP. At its routine weekly press conference, the cabinet announced Taiwan's application to join the bloc. It said Taiwan applied under the name the Separate Customs Territory of Taiwan, Penghu, Jinmen and Matsu. Taiwan is a sovereign, independent nation which has its own name. Of course, this is a very important issue. We gave thorough consideration to alternatives, but we decided to apply under this name instead to minimize controversy. It's a name everyone is accustomed to. The CPTPP has 11 members, including Japan, Canada, Australia and New Zealand. With a combined population of 500 million, the bloc accounts for 13 percent of the world's GDP and 24 percent of Taiwan's foreign trade. Taiwan's application was filed six days after China sent in an application of its own. A cabinet official said that if China is admitted first, there could be problems for Taiwan's accession. China has always tried to erode Taiwan's space in international settings and events. I believe this is something we have all seen. So if China joins first, Taiwan's application may indeed be at risk. Taiwan wants membership for the sole purpose of advancing our own interests. Our application has no connection whatsoever to the goals of other countries may have. The official said that Taiwan was in a window of opportunity for joining because a friendly nation, Japan, was currently head of the CPTPP. Speaking in the U.S. on Thursday, Japan's foreign minister said his country welcomed Taiwan's application. But one point of friction could be Taiwan's ban on food from areas affected by the 2011 Fukushima nuclear disaster. The U.S. lifted all of its post-Fukushima bans on Wednesday, while the EU plans to ease restrictions next month. The cabinet said Taiwan would deal with its bans scientifically while prioritizing public health. There are no such conditions for our admission. All food imports are assessed for their potential impact on public health. They are assessed according to scientific evidence and international standards. The next stage of our CPTPP application, now that we've sent in the application, the next step will be to negotiate with its members. For example, if Japan brings up this issue, we will need to handle it. Fukushima's food products are absolutely not food contaminated with radioactive materials. It's not radioactive food. No country would allow the sale of radioactive food in its own territory. The government said that the health of Taiwan's people was its utmost priority. With Taiwan knocking on the trade bloc's door, it may soon have to confront the controversial issue of its import ban. Well, Guatemala and the Marshall Islands expressed support for Taiwan when addressing the United Nations General Assembly. The leader of Guatemala said the world had much to gain from Taiwan's experience and expertise. The president of Marshall Islands took a sharper tone, calling on the assembly to break its shameful silence over Taiwan. The democratic government of Taiwan should be allowed to participate in an equal and dignified manner within the UN system. On day two of the general debate at the UN General Assembly, the president of the Marshall Islands rallied support for Taiwan. In an argument rarely heard at the General Assembly, he brought up Resolution 2758. 
There is absolutely nothing in General Assembly Resolution 2758 which prevents this inclusive approach, and this resolution affords nothing to hide behind, as it expresses no position on Taiwan. The shameful silence must end. The Marshallese president called on the UN to end its shameful silence on Taiwan. He said Resolution 2758 does not preclude Taiwan's inclusion and that the UN should allow participation in an equal and dignified manner. Guatemala, another Taiwan ally, also spoke out for Taiwan. In his first time attending the general debate, Guatemala's president said Taiwan had much to contribute to the UN. In cuanto a que se considera que Taiwan Taiwan can contribute experience, abilities and knowledge for the strengthening of multilateralism, considering the challenges that we are currently facing. One day earlier, the president of Palau also made a case for Taiwan's inclusion. Palau, Guatemala and the Marshall Islands make three of 15 official allies that have spoken up for Taiwan so far at the general debate. Taiwan shouldn't be left out. So we really thank the heads of these two countries, Guatemala and the Marshall Islands. Taiwan will continue working hard. We are not alone in the international community. Political realities are not everything when it comes to how the international community operates. More allies will take the stage in the week ahead, with Nauru scheduled for day three. From the halls of the UN General Assembly, Taiwan's case for inclusion is being heard. Taiwan reported zero deaths and zero local cases on Thursday. Not only that, the one-dose vaccination rate finally broke past the 50% mark. Amid this string of encouraging stats, new Taipei Mayor Ho Yi has lifted the city's ban on hospital visitation, effective Friday. But the CCC uh, said it wasn't yet time to lower its level to alert. We adjusted the protocols of the level 2 alert just the day before yesterday. We'll keep monitoring the epidemic's development. It is actually quite difficult to predict what will happen on any given day. The more time passes in which there are zero cases with an unknown infection source, the greater the likelihood of us downgrading the alert. Level 2 will stay at least a while longer, but suspended businesses like karaoke parlors and amusement arcades may soon be allowed to reopen. The Ministry of Economic Affairs says it's produced uh, reopening guidelines and sent them to CECC for review. Nobody loves getting shots, but for some people, the fear of needles can be debilitating. Uh, now that the school inoculation drive is underway, teachers are racking their brains for ways to prepare kids for the needle. In Taipei City, one school harnessed the power of music. Let's listen in. It's day two of Taiwan's school vaccination program. NHI cards in hand, students file into the auditorium early in the morning. After getting approval from a doctor, they're off to the next station to get their shot. Here at Xinin's Taipei High School, a music teacher plays a grand piano up on the stage. The space resounds with a beautiful melody. To lower the chance of post-vaccination fainting, Taipei High School arranged a private recital to help its students relax. For this inoculation drive, I asked our music faculty to play piano live so that the children can de-stress. This is a relatively special arrangement. 
But even the best laid plans can't banish all side effects. Schools say they're ready to support student recuperation. Tomorrow, all the students will stay home for remote learning. They'll be able to rest for the three days of Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Then on Monday, if a child is still feeling unwell, he or she can request vaccine leave based on the individual need. We will have classes as usual. If parents are able to arrange for childcare, they can also have their child apply for vaccine leave. We are suspending activities that are more physically strenuous or interactive. Taipei will offer remote learning. Gong will adjust school activities in line with CCC advice to avoid strenuous exercise for two weeks post-vaccination. We've taken the students' physical condition into account. So, over the next two days, we'll mainly have them do study hall or watch films instead of engaging in physical activities. For Taiwan's teens, it's been a long wait to get COVID vaccines. Now that the moment has come, schools are taking all precautions to improve safety and put parents at Ease. Uh, hotels are vying to launch the best offers with four quintuple stimulus vouchers, set to come online next week. Many businesses are offering big discounts and special offers for bookings paid for, uh, paid for with the vouchers. Some offer free meals or extra nights if you book before the end of September. And at one of the capital's most luxurious hotels, you can book a secret rooftop overlooking Taipei 101 for your own exclusive event. Thanks to COVID, a foreign holiday is still off the menu. But now, this hotel suite, which once hosted a foreign head of state, has been turned into VIP suite where guests can enjoy afternoon tea. Or why not head to the roof for a unique view of the city? If you come up to the aircraft landing spot on the roof of this hotel, you're face-to-face -face with Taipei 101. This space will open to the public for proposals, wedding photo shoots, or the best possible view of Taipei 101's New Year fireworks. The tarmac is about 25 ping big. In 31 years, it has never before been revealed to the public. But with quintuple stimulus vouchers landing, the hotel has decided to open its panoramic views of Taipei as a special perk for guests. Visitors can even write wishes on strips of silk and tie them to the roof. I feel very cooped up. It's been ages since I held a party. I think it's great, this idea. Maybe one day I will go for it. The vouchers go live in October, and hotels are competing to attract customers. The Regent Taipei is offering a deal worth 15 times the cost of the voucher. If you book before October 1st, then come in to pay with your voucher, you'll receive a 5,000 anti dining tab as well as another 5,000 anti room voucher. At the Howard Plaza Hotel, bookings made before December 29th can claim an extra night for just one NT. At the Evergreen Hotel chain, your vouchers are worth 20% more, so redeem a 1,000 NT voucher for 1,200 NT, up to 6,000 NT off your tab. At the Grand Hyatt Taipei, you can redeem a quintuple stimulus voucher or food lover voucher for an extra 15% off its face value. At this point in time, the quintuple stimulus vouchers are just about to launch. We are following the lead of Secret Gems in launching this offer, primarily aimed at supporting and boosting consumption in the travel market. These vouchers have been a long time coming, but if you haven't yet set your heart on how to spend yours, perhaps a splurge on a hotel trip could be just the ticket. Electricity rates will stay unchanged for another six months. The decision was announced on Thursday after a meeting of the Electricity Price Review Committee. The price will stay at 2.6253 NT dollars per kilowatt hour from October, October 1st to the end of March uh, 2022. 
On a similar note, the central bank has left its interest rates unchanged for the sixth consecutive quarter. The discount rate will stay at the historical low of 1.125 percent. The central bank did adjust its G, uh, GDP growth forecast for 2021. The projection was raised from 5.08 percent to 5.75 percent on the back of strong exports and an expected boom in domestic spending. Diabetes is thought to be an incurable condition, but in a groundbreaking study, Taiwan scientists show that the disease can be reversed. Academia Sinica researchers found an inhibitor that can reduce enzyme activity and protect pancreatic islet cells. This inhibitor was given to diabetic mice, which had stable blood sugar levels for more than a year after treatment. The U.S. FDA has authorized the team to conduct human trials, and the, tr and the drug could be market-ready within seven years. According to government data, more than 2 million people in Taiwan have diabetes. It's an incurable condition, meaning that patients must receive insulin injections for the rest of their lives. But a pioneering Academia Sinica study has found a targeted therapy that could reverse diabetes. This inhibitor basically has the same effect as a gene knockout. It can inhibit the activity of enzymes to protect pancreatic islet cells. When this inhibitor was tested on mice, a single generous dose was enough to reverse diabetes in 60% of mice. The study found that administering the PS1 inhibitor to mice resulted in a decrease in islet cell proteases, thereby inhibiting islet degradation. The oral drug was tested on mice with early or mid-stage diabetes. After 18 weeks of oral administration, the mice's blood sugar levels remained stable for more than a year. We filed with the U.S. FDA in April and we received authorization to carry out human trials. Phase 2 could take two years. Phase 3 trials, which happen in several countries could take three years. It'll be at least seven years before this drug hits the market. The researcher's animal study has been published in an international medical journal. The team hopes to wrap up human testing in seven years to reach a major breakthrough in diabetes treatment. One doctor says the research is significant as the average age of diabetes onset is falling and the disease can bring about severe complications. <laughs> It can cause retinopathy, neuropathy, kidney disease, and microvascular disease. You have to pay close attention to complications. It can give rise to microvascular disease, leading to cardiovascular disease and cerebrovascular disease. You must be even more cautious in the late stage of treatment. The new findings offer a glimmer of hope to diabetes patients. But until the research is mature, prevention is still better than cure. China's latest embargo on Taiwan's sugar apples has thrown another curveball at Taiwanese farmers. The fruit with fragrant and, and sweet flesh from Taidong has long been one of the sweetest fruits of the fall. Farmers are eager to show the public just how many ways sugar apples can be enjoyed. Customers cluster around a freezer choosing ice creams. There's a very special flavor causing quite a stir. As children bite into this Atamoya ice pop, they know they chose well. It's sweet and sour, refreshing and comforting all at once. Tourists seem to favor this Taidong local specialty. We want to support the local farmers. We all have to do our bit and pull together. Sugar apples can flavor all kinds of sweets. Ice cream, ice pops, mochi desserts, egg rolls and sesame crackers. 
the stimulus vouchers that are soon to come out will be followed by agricultural tourism vouchers. You can use them to buy sugar apples or other Taiwanese fruit, also with a certain discount. The government has provided some funds to support the market so they can establish concessions long term. There, they can sell sugar apples, wax apples, pineapples. That's the only way to give substantial help. Using sugar apples for flavorings is one thing, but the really vital market is the whole fruit itself. Taidong lawmakers and farmers hope the market can be reinvigorated so that their efforts aren't lost on the public. To cultivate talent in Taiwanese opera, the National Center for Traditional Arts offers a series of shows each year starring rising Taiwanese opera stars. This year, the performances will be held from October 21st to November 7th at Taiwan Traditional Theater Center. Stephanie Yang has the highlights. Performers in colorful costumes sing Taiwanese traditional opera. For the past five years, the National Center for Traditional Arts has held an annual showcase that provides a stage for young Taiwanese opera talent. This year, it has invited 12 troops and 16 rookies to perform a variety of shows in styles that include Quinju Opera, Taiwanese Opera, Hakka Opera, and Henan Opera. Acclaimed Taiwanese opera star Tang Meirin established the Tang Meirin Taiwanese Opera Company in 1997. Her company works to preserve the opera craft and to cultivate new talent. One of Tang's trainee is Fan Xingyu. She's 26 this year and studied at the National Taiwan College of Performing Arts. She mainly plays male roles. The more challenging thing is making my body more masculine and more robust. I need to work extra hard. Other young people might say, what are we going to do for fun? But we say, how much time do we have to practice? The organizers hope to train new talent, providing them with a stage where they can present their craft. Tang wants to encourage more young people to learn Taiwanese opera, but she says that succeeding in Taiwanese opera takes a lot of hard work and dedication. If there were more young people like them, the future of Taiwanese opera would be very promising. Mastering opera is a tremendous amount of work. It's not just about what you see right now. It's not just about being beautifully dressed. They actually have to be able to endure the pain of skin and flesh when they are practicing. A total of 12 performers by the Rising Stars will be staged at the Taiwan Traditional Theater Center from October 21st to November 7th. For Mosa News, Stephanie Yang, Chen Shenhan in Taipei. Heat advisories were issued in nine cities and, and counties on Thursday. The hottest place in the country was Taoyuan's Luzhu district, where 37.7 degrees was recorded. This weekend will stay warm in most parts of Taiwan. But in the north and east, there's a chance of rain and slighter cooler temps as northeasterly winds blow in, starting tonight. Let's hear from a forecaster. For tomorrow, the bigger changes to the daily highs will be seen along the north coast in Jilong, Yilan and Hualien. Under the impact of overcast skies and rain, these areas will see a drop of about 2 degrees. In Taoyuan and areas south of Taoyuan, it'll still be clear skies and hot weather. Over in the South China Sea, a tropical depression has strengthened into the 15th tropical storm of the year. Over to the west, near Guam, another tropical depression is set to intensify in the coming days. The Central Weather Bureau says it's monitoring both storms, but neither is expected to affect Taiwan.